it said nothing about the glistening glams of recreating power, nothing about upgrade you, nothing about $10,000 budgets. And I think when people hear campaigns, they immediately count themselves out as entrepreneurs. Mm. And they're like, I can't do this. Like, I could never do something like that. Monray, you're so creative. But I teach that it's just an organized course of action. So you are organized, have multiple actions, and you're walking towards the goal. Talk about like your thought process of creating a marketing campaign and define for some of them that don't know, what is a marketing campaign? Yeah, so let's start with what is a marketing campaign because honestly, when I started doing that, I didn't know what it was, right? Okay. So I teach people that a marketing campaign is an organized course of actions established to achieve a goal. That's the true definition. If you look it up, that's what it's going to say, back, right? Back that up, like, okay. do now for the 9 or 2000. <laughs> a marketing campaign yes. is what? An organized course of actions established to achieve a goal. Mm. It said nothing about the glistening glams of recreating power, nothing about upgrade you, nothing about $10,000 budgets. And I think when people hear campaigns, they immediately count themselves out as entrepreneurs. Mm. And they're like, I can't do this. Like, I could never do something like that. Monray, you're so creative. But I teach that it's just an organized course of action. So you are organized, have multiple actions, and you're walking towards the goal. Wow. And that's it, right? Like, I don't care how you deliver it, but that it has to have those core elements. So when we started doing campaigns, it was my creativity, right? Like, the first campaign, um, when I told you about the lady with the pink Bentley, it was, her first campaign, I was like, okay, girl, I got a campaign. She was like, okay, like, what, what's up? you're going to get kidnapped. And she was like, girl, what is going on? Like, I, it was so innovative. At the time, like, nobody was doing this, right? Especially in Mississippi. And so she got kidnapped. We did a four-episode series where every Thursday a new episode dropped. The whole streets was going crazy. And then we included um, interactive components where if you seen her driving in Hattiesburg and you seen her pink bitly, you take a picture, you get free hair. So now it's like, oh, now we got people sharing on social media and things of that nature. So I wanted people to understand that the visuals was just to, cap some, to captivate their attention. That was not the rest of it. It was so much strategy that goes behind yeah. it. It's so much data that goes behind it. It shows you exactly what emails to send. It shows you exactly what posts to make. But it's not about just the creative part. That's just to snatch their attention right quick. It's about the data to get to the goal. Yeah. We've got to pause right there because I'm in the giving mood. I decided to offer you a free gift. Absolutely free. Now, I tell you all the time about turning your ideas into online income, but how am I going to tell you to do something and not provide the resource for it? There's so many questions that people have online about what should I post? How do I get my engagement up? How do I get people to click the link in my bio? Buy from me. What should I sell? Whether it's an ebook, an online course, how much should I charge? How do I launch? How do I do a webinar? You see what I'm saying? So I decided to create a free training and give it to you that you can utilize to learn how to literally take the services that you do or the ideas you have and build a successful online company. Go to www.monetizewithmarkers.com, my gift to you. You're welcome. That level of, of high-level creativity, I can see why you're rich. It, <laughs> it, it makes sense now. I was, I was over here in my head like, okay. No, but the truth be told, that is something when someone thinks about the difference between the person who plays ball at LA Fitness and mm. LeBron who plays ball, that's a high-level skill, mm. right? Because it's a cash infusion into a business. Yeah. There's a direct correlation to marketing visibility leads and sales right yeah, so you are literally 
helping someone gain their largest asset, which is why I tell clients all the time, they just look at the number of revenue they make. They don't mm -hmm. realize that that, per that lead you just got, that's the most valuable thing because you yeah. can change your offer, you can evolve your business, you can nurture them, follow up. Like yeah. there's, a, there's a longer relationship than just the one thing that you're selling. Absolutely. And the reason why I think that that is so important and one thing we've instilled in our company is that I want to know revenue, but I want to know how many leads we got a day. Yeah. And we have a KPI every day. I want to get 100 new leads, 100 new qualified leads. And so we have a Slack channel. So all day leads are coming in. Ding, ding, ding. I want that thing to go off like Shopify. Okay? Because <laughs> I know it's working. I know these leads are coming in from social media. I know these leads are coming in from ads. I know these leads are coming from collaborations that we're doing. And so I think people need to understand that there is money in the leads too. Yeah. And if you don't have enough leads, the money will dry up. Let's speak to that, right? So you were talking about some terminologies you didn't know and understand, but mm -hmm. you realized the necessity for traffic, yep. right? So yep. as, a ma as a major thing, I know that everyone is using social media mm -hmm. and you mentioned leads. What advice would you give someone to say, hey, I know I'm the best in the world at what I do, mm -hmm. but not enough people are buying from me. Yeah. Like, what are some things that they can do? What, give them some Monterey sauce. What's yeah, some things they can so do? one thing is, I think we have to go back and take a step back and evaluate the traffic, right? I think enough entrepreneurs don't spend enough time in their data to make data-driven decisions. Yeah. I think we make emotional decisions. We're like, oh, I feel like I'm the best, but did the people tell you you were the best? <laughs> yeah. And nobody said that, right? <laughs> but you. So we need to look at the data to know what's going on. So let's look at the data. Where where the money that you are making, where is that coming in at, right? Yeah. We have three traffic sources. You can get it from build, borrow, or buy. That's it. That's the only way. Say it again. You can get them from build, which is you building your organic platform, building your email list, and building those things. You can get it from borrow, which is you collaborating, going in Facebook groups, going live with people, or you can buy it. You could buy traffic, right? But those are the only three ways you can get traffic. So now let's look at how the traffic that you are getting, where is it coming in from? The people that are buying, where are they coming? What source are they coming in on? And then let's double down on that. Mm. I think we don't spend enough, like I said, time looking at data to know what to go harder on. Yeah. And if my ad is really working and I'm getting a, a low cost per lead, then let's spend some more money on Literally. it. But if my social media posts are really working, let me spend some more time perfecting my social media, right? And so everybody has data, but do we all evaluate the data? Absolutely. You should quit working for free. How did social media hire all of us to be their workforce? We're on the app posting videos, going live, creating reels. We do not get paid when we create content on social media. They do by selling our content to advertisers. But how do you actually build an online business using social media? I wanna break it down for you and give you access to it. There's five simple steps. I'll tell it to you in a few seconds. Step number one is client attraction. I'm gonna show you how to actually attract clients that will happily pay you what you're offering. Step number two, how to capture them. How do you get their emails? How do you get their phone numbers? How do you get them to show up to your event? Be on your Zoom calls to what I refer to as client dating. It's where you nurture a relationship with people to get them to say yes to whatever you're offering. And I'm even gonna show you what type of content to create that gives you brand visibility and brand recognition. I call it social media secrets. You get access wherever you're watching this video, you'll see it in the description and you'll see it beneath this. Let's get back to the episode. 
So one of the things that I tell my clients all the time is that the data of your business is like reading your blood pressure, yes, right? It's yes. the thing that tells you I'm healthy, mm -hmm. right? So any business that doesn't have leads, doesn't have sales, is an unhealthy business. It's mm -hmm. on the verge of dying, yep. right? The blood pressure of the business, like the pulse, excuse me, of the business is leads and mm -hmm. sales. So yeah. if you're seeing a trend of zero, zeroed out in leads, mm -hmm. it tells you, okay, what effort needs to take place. I love that you are having the conversation. You're talking about the stuff that people don't find sexy. They find Canva sexy, yes. social media post sexy. It gives us immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. But what's the hard work? Because now we're not just talking about Monray, the, the marketer. When you, when I saw when you yes. switched the data, I was talking to the CEO. Yes, yes. I was talking to the one that, that cut checks and fire folks. Facts. Off the data. So what type, like, what's, what's a typical day like for you? You know, running a company, I understand you're not spending all day in front of a camera. No. Right? You're not spending all day on social media. What is a tip? You mentioned your team giving you updates throughout the day. Mm -hmm. what's, what's the CEO day? Of, of Monroe, what does that look like? Yeah, so depending on the day, we I do theme days. So some days are talent days where I am recording content, but most days I'm running the business, okay. right? Um, sometimes against my will, <laughs> <laughs> but I am running the business. And so I'm having conversations with the different departments when within our company. I want to talk to my program manager and let me know what's happening with my mastermind students. Like I want to go through each student every week and I need you to provide me an update. Mm -hmm. How much money are they making? What's going on? Like I want to know what's happening with the students so that I could be able to cultivate what's going on. Then I'm going to the operations department. How's our customer service doing? How's our um, flow of everything happening? Like what's actually happening? And then I go to the marketing department. So I'm having um, different conversations with different team members so that we ultimately can optimize the process. So I think a lot of times CEOs think that once you get to a certain point, you remove yourself from the business. Y'all got it. I could just go and chill, right? But honestly, you're supposed to be able to lift yourself up from the business so you can see it at a bird's eye view and provide optimization direction. Yeah. And so I'm look, I'm talking to the funnel team. I'm like, mm -mm, that funnel ain't working like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, redo that, right? Like, I, or I'm talking to um, the content team and I'm like, yeah, y'all not really speaking in my, my voice. Like, I want y'all to post more stories. I, I think we should do this, right? So then I'm asking them to also bring me back results. Like, do it and then bring me back the results. So yeah. I think, most of the day, I'm just providing direction and guidance and strategy. Um, and that's why I think people kind of alleviate from being a CEO. They don't think that they have to provide strategy. Because the first thing you've heard is, well, Marcus, I'm just going to hire me a social media manager. Like, yeah. I can't do this, yeah. right? But then you don't know how to use social media, so how are you going to provide strategy?